0: This episode is brought to you by Powder Heart. Does the year of COVID have you feeling a little lethargic? Perhaps a little doughy around the midsection? You want to get back in shape but aren't ready to hear Hondo's grunting and asking about your favorite pre-workout mix? Well, Powderheart is where you need to be. Powderheart is an altitude-inspired fitness and culture concept offering three custom low-impact interval training classes providing you with a full-body workout to keep you hard. You don't have to be in killer shape to get started. With Powderheart's green-blue-black method, you can choose your own reps and time. So get your ass on that machine and get moving. Then after class, treat yourself to a free kombucha, rosé, or light beer in the opres bar. Don't kid yourself into thinking you're going to push yourself as hard as a professional instructor. Get to Powderheart in Uptown and grab the reins of life back from your wife's lover. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: seen anything like
0: that i want to kiss you thanks joe yeah okay. a huge yeah. compliment you
1: will not make this pot,
0: jackass let's party together <laughs> jackass been drinking for several hours everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole and none podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dody fade on tonight's podcast billy hosho wins the wgc match play we're gonna preview the valero texas open down in san antonio we'll get on the casting couch talk a little to sean watson sexiest bald man alive the works hi johnny
1: hey words <sighs>
0: You're a little down. Uh,
1: yeah, I just, news, Yeah, I just fucking broke my cell phone screen for the second time in a week, just now. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> you were asking me if there's anything that you could do to get me <laughs> off suicide watch. And all I can think about is the argument that I'm going to have to get in with the guy at Batteries Plus about <laughs> the warranty that they told me. Well, it's a six-month warranty, but that just goes with, you know, if we put it on wrong or something, you know, not if you drop it again. And I didn't drop it. No, I, my fat ass sat on it, all right? Bitch. And then it fell. Yeah, no, but seriously, I got a fucking new screen Saturday, and I got fucking lit up after my tournament on Saturday and cracked it a little bit on the corner, but then literally we're sitting here. I'm not drunk. I haven't drank anything. Eh, not Maybe I have. <laughs> but it falls out of my goddamn lap from a foot and a half up, and now there's a fucking six lines across the goddamn screen. Clubby's work yeah they do
0: Welp i didn't that was new information though that you you had a little crack on it from saturday yeah yeah that's not surprising well i mean it was just like
1: the corner you know sometimes you get a little chippy there in the corner of it and yeah. i'm like oh shit i just got this and then literally i don't know if it's because it fell on its face but i i just i can't wait for me to show up and be like well why don't you have a fucking otter box on there look at what mine looks like i can't fucking break theirs. Fuck off, dude! Fuck you and your otter. Tell me about your fucking AA
0: batteries. Why do you fucking fix cell phones in here, anyways? Hey, your uh, your tournament was fun this weekend, though. Even though I didn't play, but yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, you were on top of the world. You took down. Yeah, I don't. I don't really
1: want to talk about it because I'll piss off everybody I didn't invite. (laughs) 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 And it wasn't like I. You know. well, I,
0: I wouldn't invite him, so fuck, fuck him.
1: <laughs> you were invited, Words. You were fucking COVID-y. Um, Words got his second COVID shot Saturday, and it was right in the middle of our tea times. But, yes, tournament was awesome. Great as always. Wonderful. I hate having to be put in a situation where I feel like I'll leave people out because I can't fucking invite everybody. We had a great time, great turnout, unbelievable party afterwards. I... Drank probably enough beers to last a lifetime for someone else but not for me
0: and you took down the best golfer amongst our close friend you took down Bill Payne which was
1: well that's the thing I felt guilty and I love Bill Payne I know he listens to the show and you know I just found myself walking around being like oh man I fucking beat Bill Payne he'd be like sitting right there and be like sorry Bill I, I just think you're that good man you know whatever
0: and I thought the play of the game was when I psyched out Coop
1: well, it sucked cuz I, you know, we did it was just a 9-hole match on the back nine and he gave me one shot on 10. And so, I won 10. He won 11 and 12. And then from there I played well on the last few holes and it was all in the wind. So, I ended up winning 2 and 1 on the 9-hole match, which that was kind of my one thing. If you're going to let Bill Payne give you a shot, which he made some comment about taking the shot. I was like, hey, "Man, I I mean, fuck, I wouldn't have taken it, but if they're going to give it to me, I will. So it was like, okay, just beat him by, either beat him by more than one to actually win, or beat him by one, and you tie. So I'm glad I beat him by two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Bill Payne is a consummate gentleman on the golf course, so he uh, he took that one very well, and, and the celebration, the impending celebration afterwards. You mean when I ran and grabbed the cup and was like, yeah!
1: my team probably didn't even actually win (laughs) i just (laughs) just, like thought we did because
0: well that's what was funny because when when uh tommy t and bernard greens uh i guess there was spence and Gatsy and oh my boy evan um i don't even think they turned a scorecard in so that was, was i was thinking about that like what team Team? Talking about team? What team?
1: They actually did, it's just I don't think they really got it. <laughs> I don't think they quite understood how to keep score in that format, but whatever.
0: Well, congrats nonetheless, John. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, it was a fun a fun evening.
1: Yeah, A. Fields did wish me a happy birthday for the second time last night, uh, a, a week and a half later. So <laughs> Wow. In case you were wondering.
0: Well, speaking of Fields, let's just hop right into the casting couch, because uh, Prince William was named Sexiest Bald Man Alive. you have any thoughts on that or feelings? Last
1: time I saw Prince... Oh,
0: William. Yeah, not even Harry. Okay. He's not
1: sexy at all. He fucking looks like shit. I know. Kelly Slater's way hotter than him.
0: Kelly Slater... Oh, yeah. The surfer. Oh, yeah.
1: With those eyes? I was
0: thinking kind (laughs) of a a Stanley Tucci. I don't even know who that is. Oh. Now you gotta pull him up. How do you... I have no
1: idea how to even spell that. Oh, first one.
0: Oh, yeah, sharp guy. (laughs) Well, good for the royal family, though. They've obviously had a little tough, tough month or so with Harry and Meghan in their Oprah interview, and I guess the real bombshell on that was when Meghan came out and said that a member of the royal family asked how dark their kid was going to be, which is obviously racist. But I need a little more like, context of how that all came about, you know? Can you just see uh, Prince Charles? Be like, oh, I do say, old boy Harry, <laughs> when you were born, you were as pasty as Elmer's glue. <laughs> I say, with a little patch of red hair, what an ugly child. Are. Thank God you were second born, but oh, I don't know. I wonder how dark your child shall be. <laughs> You know, when I was a
1: baby, I was pretty damn dark. Well, I mean, I don't
0: want to get canceled, so like, <laughs> yeah, I'm Native American though, barely. A <laughs> more than you, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Damn it!
1: By the way, it's great to have you here in person. It has been a minute, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you. In, I haven't seen you in weeks, except for like last Saturday.
0: Right. No, yeah, it's gonna be back. Good to be back in the studio. I heard Maggie was called our stuff, our shit on the dining room table. Yeah. She's like,
1: hey, will you move your shit? <laughs> you mean our studio? And uh, yeah, she. we moved our stuff in, to anticipate for an after party that we were going to have and like eight people showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and then no one sat here. Thank God.
0: That's fu- The whole time, just eight people came from, I, from the course? Dude, I have no I idea know. how yeah. many people were here. Okay, my <laughs> okay. bad.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, no clue.
0: <laughs> well, you hung a new basketball net, and so I was like, oh, yeah, maybe they're playing basketball. We did. We played a little gotcha. It was great. Oh, good. Uh, Well, now that we're cozy up on the casting couch, what else? Oh, Deshaun Watson. Yikes. Well, I don't know if you saw the news
1: today, Words. Rusty Harden. you know his attorney, which is funny because literally when this story first broke, I was like uh, – We were at the garage, and our boy Schmel, who's in the league, is like, "Oh yeah, did you see? Like, twelve more women came out and said something about Deshaun Watson." I go, (laughs) "They didn't say something." And I was like, "Oh great lawsuits." That means, uh, you know, Deshaun's probably got Rusty Harden already working away for him, and he was he was like, "Who's Rusty Harden?" I'm like, "Oh, he's just this high powered fucking defense attorney in Houston." And he goes down further in the story and he's like, oh, yeah, it says Rusty Harden right here. And I was like, <laughs> fucking complete guess that he had Rusty Harden, which Rusty Harden also represented uh, Roger Clemens yep. back, back in the day. So Rusty Harden's uh, known for representing guys that are lying and that are guilty and getting them <laughs> off, unfortunately. Well, this, the masseuses are the ones that got him off words. No. Oh, no. no too no, soon. No. No, no, that's what – so Rusty Harden came out today and said that he had statements from 18 women that had worked with Deshaun over a 1,000 times. How many motherfucking massages did this guy get a day?
0: Dude, I read um, kind of a, a brief summary of all 19, and there were literally – there was like one every two weeks, dude. It was fucking gnarly. And every time it was the same thing. I mean, you know, oh, this towel's a little itchy and I get a little hot. You mind if I don't wear a towel, right? That's cool? Okay, yeah, cool. And then it was like, yeah, I really, um, upper thighs area, lower abdomen, you know, right around there. One thing led to another, and he was asking them to massage his anus, and... Really? Oh, John, it was really, really <laughs> you bad like stuff. butt stuff? Yeah, you know, I, as soon as this came up, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great for the show. And then as I was reading, I was like, oh, these fucking poor, 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 professional masseuses. Uh,
1: yeah, I read one where he, you know, he like turns around he's like face you know face up and he's basically got like a fucking one like one cottonelle square of uh toilet paper basically covering his dick (laughs) it's like Deshaun where did the towel go that I gave you
0: on every one it said he moved his dick onto my hand and I was like god that is kind of impressive how do you do that (laughs) it does seem like
1: you know Deshaun really does get off on just like accidentally touching masseuses with his dick
0: that's what I don't understand. Houston fucking Texas. I mean, how many massage parlors, I'm going air quotes here, that he is looking for are there in that town? I don't know, like, dozens? Like, just go to one that is known for jerking off people and don't fucking creep out normal people.
1: Well, he just, you know, he, he learned from Robert Kraft. He, you don't go into just so many random place like that, I guess. You, you. But that was the other thing. He, like, messaged these girls on Instagram and was like, does he find, like, these big booty hoes that are also, like, s- massage therapists on the side? And then it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I touched you with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get how he has this many different— mas- Like, when you're a professional athlete like this, normally you've got a team massage therapist or yeah, maybe does. a full-time hired massage therapist. Yeah, he- but he's got, like, 55. Uh, fuck, who knows how many. Yeah, because it's pretty much one and done with that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it, I think the count right now is at like 19. Yes, 19. 19, and then now Rusty Harden has 18 statements from 18 different women that have worked with him that all were like, "Oh, he was very professional." So, right there, that's I'm not great at math. I think that's 37 different massage therapists. Why the fuck does he need that many? Unless he's doing A pro stuff. Pro football
0: player, but. Well, I mean, that's yes. what I mean.
1: He's doing stuff that's probably inappropriate and is like, okay, now that I did that, I never need to see her again.
0: Yes, 100%. So, you know, I'm all about innocent until proven guilty, but man, if Deshaun Watson plays this year in the NFL, that's fucked up.
1: Well, you know you know me. Innocent until proven guilty, and then if proven guilty, you're probably still innocent as far as I'm concerned.
0: That's right. <laughs> Robert su- Kraft, I mean, Tiger. I'm surprised you
1: didn't hear that from old Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, I will say it also is kind of funny that you know as soon as Deshaun d- demands a trade once out of town, all of a sudden this stuff starts coming out, and you know the the Texans GM comes out and says it's it's troubling information. You know it's like, motherfucker, you you were probably the one that leaked this shit. If you're not playing in Houston, you're not playing at all,
0: motherfucker. Like troubling, fuck it made it made me feel weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean i I don't think this go I mean yes, this is terrible, and yes it's it's sexual misconduct, but like you're right, he probably if any of this comes to light, if you know you got guys like Antonio Brown that are suspended for stuff that is pending whether or not he did it or not exactly and then you got ch- was all 30 alleged shit, yeah, yes. you got twenty fucking women right now, nineteen, who knows how many more co- will come forward before it's all said and done, but there's no way he probably plays week one at least. Well,
0: I'm surprised they haven't suspended him already. I mean, you're right, Antonio Brown well of course Antonio had like a hundred other things happen before uh that it's all right. Just a little penny work on a little bone. I don't know. Anywho, all right, so we got Sexiest Bald Man going to the Sean no,
1: sexiest bald man went to fucking Prince William. No, I meant like Harry. Me moving on to <laughs> oh. we moved on to Deshaun. Oh. Which, by the way, speaking of bald men getting jerked off, props again to Tommy Ganey for yeah. getting busted in that hooker ring down there in Palm Beach.
0: See, and he was honest about it. He was like, how much?
1: He was like, hell, I'm ready right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he didn't go delete his Instagram messages. <laughs> I got both gloves on right now, ready to go.
0: That's Tommy Two Gloves Ganey. Yeah. Way. He's a minor league golfer now who uh, wears two gloves. For well, of you don't know.
1: well, there's, like I always like to say, there's Tommy Two Gloves Gainey, and then me on the weekends, Johnny Two Gloves Caney. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. No, yeah,
0: just, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> well, um, to Austin then or anything else? Um, Maybe...
1: Before we go to Austin, shout out to you know the off the uh, opposite field event winner Joel Damon getting his first PGA Tour win. Yes, congrats. One of our Joel. guys, Dahmer, the Dahmer. We didn't know if he was Dahmer or Damon until like his fifth year on tour.
0: <laughs> that's right, and he's also a testicular cancer survivor. So um, he's obviously gone through some adversity in his life. And I don't know why I chose professional golf because that's just all one big fucking grind. Uh, it was like start 100 and something for him i think 111 and uh the other thing you know he it took
1: him like 6 or 7 years just to get to the pga tour and then he's been on tour now for 5 6 years um, like you said battled cancer fa- cancer in his family um he mentioned you know in his post uh, tournament presser that his wife was working two jobs to basically support his career and then i heard some i heard him say something that Uh, I forget what tournament it was. It might have been like the Byron Nelson or it was some tournament where he finished T-9th and and won like $125,000. And at the time, like that kind of money was absolutely unfathomable for, because he'd he'd basically been like, he had $20,000 in career like earnings or that was like the most he'd ever won in a year. And as you know, I, I think it, the average cost to just go and oh. go around the country, even for a corn Ferry guy, is like 50 a year, I think minimum, if not more. Yes. So um, for Joel Damon to basically secure his status for a while, I mean, he was already kind of working his way up the ladder. But going into that tournament, he'd missed like six of seven cuts. So he didn't have any form, obviously found something, and he gets the win at the
0: Corrales Punta Cana Resort Club Championship. <laughs> yeah, congrats to him. And his wife was there also, which was cool. And they were both crying, obviously. And his um, caddy, Gino, has been with him the whole way. Yeah. So, good for them. All right, J.E., to Austin? To Austin. For the WGC Dell Match Play Championship, where your boy, Marble B- Mouth, Billy Hoshio. Billy Hoshio got it done. Billy Hoshio got it done. First win in, like, four years. What is that, Like PGA Tour number Six. PJ Truman so, something like that. This is his first
1: WGC, although he has won the FedEx Cup. Still doesn't want a major, which kind of hope he never does, but whatever. Same. Um words, you know, we put together a little bracket challenge for this, and it was worse than the fucking worse than March Madness because out of the pools, literally there was only one top seed that made it through to the field of sixteen, and that was John Rahm. So kind of a no name field once it got down to that um, by far I think the best shot of of the tournament was when Sergio hit the the walk-off ace to beat Westy and win hit their pool which was just <laughs> and I had Westy
0: of course <laughs> which was just such a gut shot Sergio cucked you yeah and Westy had a son on the bag so that shows you what that did good that did him um, Sergio had some incredible shots there's that par four seventh Drivable par four, but it's over water the entire way. Um, the first day they had wind behind him, and he hits a three wood to like four feet. Um, and then a couple days later, the wind was dead into them, and he damn near aces a driver uh, from the tee box. Sergio's hitting the ball really well right now, and its he's just such a head case. It's unbelievable. It's its hard to pick him in in tournaments because he can still just fly off the handle. It reminds me of the year after he won the Masters, Uh, that Thursday on 13, where he had it kind of rocking and rolling, and then puts five in the row uh, in the water. Yeah, when he make a 12. Yeah. And yeah, see you later. So, yeah,
1: I think that, uh, Sergio is trending in the right direction to be a sneaky Masters pick. Sergio. That's for sure. But, words, fuck
0: you, words.
1: I, I will say, uh, the, the tournament, that's probably the story of the tournament, even though Billy Horschel was the winner, was Scotty Scheffler going all the way to the championship, uh, had a chance to win the thing, just never really got back into it on the back, because Horschel kind of had that two-up lead on the entire, you know, basically second half of the match, but...
0: The finals were pretty boring, but you can't blame them for what was their sixth or seventh round. Seventh round, round, yeah, round yeah. yeah. four or five days, so... Yeah, it's very understandable that they were kind of dragging ass by that point. But Scotty, yeah, you're right. That was the term, um, the story of the tournament, and not to mention who he took down, which were like European Ryder Cup stalwarts. So obviously, he beat he beat uh, he beat Ian Poulter and John Rahm in the same day. And when he
1: beat Ian Poulter, Poulter was playing like great golf, and Scotty was just playing better golf. Yeah. Um. Shout out to to guy Victor Perez. You know, I picked him coming out of his pool. He's a guy that is French and is named Victor Perez. <laughs> there you go. That's one. But uh, I, I heard something crazy. Out of his seven matches, he never played the 18th hole in any of the seven matches. How about that? That's pretty good. <laughs> that works. But other than that, you know, it, like you said, Sunday, the the finals was not very entertaining. Kuchar is in, ends up getting third place. He beat uh, Victor, Victor Perez 2-1 to win third place, but... Um, Scotty is going to get you know a little over a million dollars, I think, for finishing second. So yeah. good, good
0: for the kid. Absolutely, Scotty. You know, I'd like to not like him because he's a Longhorn, but you know, as our boy Chapo let us know, growing up, he was kind of like the can't miss kid, and everyone was like, "Oh, you're going to be a PGA Tour professional." And a lot of times, that doesn't pan out. And for Scotty, it obviously has, and he seems like a, a pretty a pretty laid back dude. Um, but his swing, it's pretty crazy because his feet move like they're on skates almost, like you, you, stuff you don't teach, uh, but it just gets it done. Well,
1: that and he he apparently was similar to JT when he was a kid, just wore, wore pants everywhere because he wanted to fucking look like a pro and feel like a pro. So he wore pants in the heat of the, the Texas summer days. And uh, I think he grew up maybe at Royal Oaks down in Dallas because um, I heard a story this week from my boy Colt, who, uh, you know, Colt knows Don, on Gravy and sleaze. He mentioned that basically what a
0: show you were on this afternoon
1: I was and uh I guess Scotty is like seven years old Colt Colt's in college playing at SMU where he won two U.S. amateurs and Colt's just hitting bunker shots and Scotty Scheffler is just sitting on a bucket watching him when he's seven years old Colt Colt goes gets up to to pick up the balls to ping him back and he looks back and Scotty is in the bunker basically hitting these just nippers with spin at seven years old out of the bunker so as you mentioned, a lot of people have known that he was going to be where he is now even 20 years ago, basically.
0: Well, he almost pulled through for his first uh, PGA Tour win, and that would have been a obviously huge one. He's not playing this weekend, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. He is in the field. Oh,
1: yeah. The, the, oh, fuck. Those Texas boys lo- love it down here in San Antonio.
0: San Antonio.
1: Um, but words before we before we get away from Austin, that the bracket challenge, man. How about that? Thank you for setting that up. That was all Je, by the way. So we were able to get sixty-one players, and again, I ended up getting sixty-three that paid. So I did. I did pay out more. <laughs> uh, I didn't keep any of the money. I just want everyone to know that I didn't end up buying Resonant Cultivation, although I did with my own money. Uh, shout out to the Black Cherry Pie. Great stuff. Anyways, uh, so, big shout out to the top 3. We we actually paid out 4 people because there was a tie for 3rd in first place. Funny story words. El Pato's army, Eddie Rado, Eddie Radosevic takes down 7 over $750 for winning the bracket challenge. Go figure, Eddie currently sits in 115th place in our in our standings of the league. So, Eddie won more money than probably anyone's going to well, more money than most people will win in our league. For one weekend's worth. So congratulations, Eddie. Which I heard he actually said that on his uh, on his radio show. He shouted out the fact that he'd won this bracket challenge. So I don't know if he mentioned our, our names or anything. Hole and none. Yeah, hole and none. You know, that was the name of the league, whatever. Um, in second place, <laughs> though, queen of the green, Darcy McRae, uh Getting a little lady luck in there. She won over $350. And then there was a two-way tie for third between... Our boy, the Chip Yips, Lovey Smith, Michael Love, and Bowen Hendricks, aka the Fake Lafferty Daniel. <laughs> so, congratulations and thanks for playing. Definitely something we're gonna do again next year. Uh, and and maybe there'll be a little bit less, you know, turmoil because nobody had the right picks. Basically, the the people that finished second and third, they had Sergio go into the to the where you know the elite eight, which is where he made it. I think they actually had him go into the uh, finals. Yeah, but. Uh, Eddie was the only person to pick Scotty Scheffler in the, in the finals. finals? Wow. And what's funny is he had Taylor Gooch winning the overall thing, playing <laughs> Scotty Scheffler. So I texted Eddie Sunday night after I paid uh, the payout, and I said, Eddie, did you ever think you'd be $755 richer when you picked Taylor Gooch to win? And his simple answer was, "Haha, ha fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Eddie, Darcy, Bowen, and Lovey. You guys got some money this week, even though... Nobody else did.
0: Yeah, I do feel uh, good for Eddie because since we've had him on the show, his picks have been just god-awful in the league. Not saying that mine have been any fucking good, uh, but I didn't want him to hold against us. Well, and I will say, too, in, in Eddie's defense,
1: um, his, his last pick at the Honda Classic, he had uh, Brandon Wu as his alternate that uh, was starred. Let's see, he's got one, two... Yeah, just two stars, but... He hasn't missed any picks all year, so for it to be in 115th, that's it's pretty bad. But congratulations for winning the
0: pickup, man! You won 755 dollars. Add a baby. All right, and that segment one is closed. We already kind of covered yeah, that, though. Yeah, didn't segment we? one's
1: closed. No change in the top ten, so we get a fresh start this week. And down in San Antonio, baby. Oh, I'm
0: ready. To, I'm so ready to be somebody, Je.
1: Do you think all the guys are just like living it up at the Riverwalk, like you know Wednesday night? Like, yeah, man, I don't you off till one. Let's go cra- get a- grab a margarita down there at the Riverwalk. Man, Spencer Simon, you should live here. <laughs> San-, San Antonio, ready when you are, boss man.
0: All right. Do you have any preview notes, or should we just get it right to picking?
1: Well, I mean, you know, we usually we go over the featured groups oh yeah that's right and <laughs> it's been a while right it has it's actually only been a week but it's been like three weeks since we've been in person so anyways featured group words there's several there's actually four featured groups the first one features a guy who hasn't missed a master's in his pro career since he turned pro i don't believe ricky fowler has to win to get in next week
0: <laughs> good luck rick when to get in I'm passing on Ricky even though I feel like his game is like slowly what cuz he made a couple a cuts better. yeah <laughs> well, I mean making a cut at the Honda he plays really well there um but that's still a really hard golf course um just like this one is this week I don't know I just feel like he hasn't missed like five cuts in a row or anything so I think there's optimism I mean for his game not to win this one
1: Well week. if you if you recall last the well they didn't play this last year or did they? I think two years ago. They did not have the event last year, right. but two years ago, Corey Connors won after Monday qualifying. So crazier shits happen. Yes. You win, you get in. This is the last chance for guys that aren't qualified. So that'd be a hell of a story if Ricky did, but I don't have much hope for it. But anyways, enough with Ricky. He's playing with Gary Woodland, who kind of seems to have fallen off quite a bit himself. Uh, former Shout out, Bird, U.S. Open champion. Uh, what what did Bird do?
0: Uh, He told us the rumor that... Oh, yeah.
1: He's like a pedo.
0: Something like that. (laughs) Okay. I don't think we can keep that though. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyways. Uh, And then Scotty Scheffler, the guy we were just talking about for five minutes. He's playing in this group, Texas kid. Um, I got to think that he's trending in the right direction, so he's probably going to be a very popular pick. I laid off everybody in this group.
0: I did too. I wanted to take Scotty, but like we said, he played seven rounds last week, and I feel like maybe he would be a little... Little sleepy. Even though he's a kid, that's that was a lot. I mean,
1: fuck the mental grind of playing seven straight rounds match of play match rounds. play. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the next group words, I gotta think that we're on some of these guys. I'm
0: convinced now. Scotty's gonna win this thing. Well, by the way. it I'm, I'm, just it just hit me like a ton of bricks.
1: Well, words, I know you're on the first guy in this group because he's the tournament
0: favorite, Jordan Spieth, trending in the right direction. Yes, it's such a trendy fucking pick too. But I'm gonna keep kind of riding these horses as the as I jump on them. And so yeah, I am I am riding Jordan. Hopefully he plays well this week and um, gives me a kind of an opportunity to see if I should pull the trigger on him again next week when it really counts.
1: Well, I faded Jordan just because I knew
0: everyone. It is going to
1: be overwhelming how many people play, pick him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it's a great pick. I, I think that if Jordan doesn't finish inside the top ten, I'll be shocked. Um, the other guy, though, he's going to be the second most picked player in the field. I'm on him. Your boy, the Amarillo Golden Sandy, Ryan Palmer.
0: I'm so fucking triggered that you picked him because you know he's
1: my guy. Well, I know you're picking him. You can't lay off that guy, especially with his track track record here
0: at, at San Antonio. Plays very well here. Plays pretty well in Texas in general. Yes, I'm all over the Amaretto Golden Sandy of Ryan Palma. Well, he loves playing in the wind.
1: It's going to be pretty windy the first couple of days. Uh, four top tens here in his, in his long career. So, um, again, I, I think those two guys are probably going to be the overwhelming, most popular picks in the league. Um, and then they're playing with the defending champion, Corey Connors, who who has great form himself. Uh, coming into this, he's got four top tens in his last like six or seven events. So uh, I laid off him, but I do think Corey Connors is a sexy pick, even though we hate picking the defending champions because we still have not had a defending champion win in all, a long
0: time. All of last year we know, and since we brought it up this year, it obviously hasn't happened either. Um, yeah, and I'm really happy that I didn't go with Corey. I was going to because he's my favorite Canadian golfer, and he's I, since he's won this tournament – Two years ago, he's really played well.
1: What about Mike Weir? Fuck Mike Weir. What about Adam
0: Hadwin? you That's your boy. What about David Hearn, he, Chapo's boy? That's that's <laughs> Chapo's. You got Hadwin. I got Corey. Um, but I did not look at the uh, featured groups, and I so I got two from one already, so if yeah. I would have had all three, I would have had to kill myself. <laughs> Live on air? Yeah. Uh, okay,
1: well, words. the The next featured group, You've got last week's champion, Joel Damon. Well, the the uh, you know yeah yeah the other off week yeah the uh, what do you what do you call that again? I, I said it earlier. Um, whatever. Anyways, he won last week in the Dominican Republic. He's playing with Wasty, Hipsy, Cameron Champ, and then Big Tony, a guy that I was surprised is in the field this week. Uh, I just figured he'd be resting up for Augusta.
0: Yeah, Big Tony, I've obviously burned all of those um hipsy cam champ ah, i'm waiting to to jump on that train uh because i think his talent is up there with anyone's and um he just kind of hasn't busted through with kind of like you know the consecutive top tens as far as who's the first oh yeah joel damon man a guy who um just kind of for fun, wanted to drink 24 White Claws in a, in a single day just because the hell of it. After his first win, like I'm certain he is still drunk. So yeah. uh, I'm staying off of Joel. Yeah,
1: no, and I think I, I've heard him come on. He's was he he been on a couple different, you know, the circuit of, of different shows, and he definitely said that he was hungover as shit, but it felt great on, on Monday. Um, so i got to imagine that there's got to be a little lingering hangover, so not much hope there, but words – I was too worried about picking Jordan Spieth because I knew you were going to be on him. So obviously I picked Tony this week because I knew you're, you wouldn't be able to. I also, I've said this many a times, for some reason it just seems like Tony's flying a little bit under the radar, especially this week, so I'm hoping maybe he gets overshadowed by the Spieths and the Ryan Palmers. So I'm going with Tony Finau this week. I've only used him a couple of times. Yes, I'm using him for my third time, but it's I, a little bit more Percy than you think. $1.35 million of the winner, so if he can get the job done, it's probably worth it.
0: Yep, it's not the uh, the flashiest of tournaments to use um, a thoroughbred as I would call Tony, even though he hasn't fucking won in forever. Um, but it, yeah, that's a sneaky good pick, JE.
1: Well, I hope it works out. Uh, the final featured group. Actually, I, know, I already know we're on the same two two group. fucking bitchy ass motherfuckers. Phil Mickelson <laughs> <laughs> playing with Matt Kuchar.
0: Kuchar,
1: third place winner last week. And Hideki, mm, Matuyama.
0: Matsuyama. So Matsuyama's game seems to be coming around a little bit. He didn't make it out of group play though,
1: did he? No, uh he actually he got ran the fuck over and then what he did was he knocked Cantley was just trucking everybody That's and right. he, he beat Cantley he kn- beat Cantley, which forced Cantley to go into a playoff with Brian Harman, who Cantley had
0: already beat, and Brian Harman won the playoff. Shout out to Brian Harmon. Um you know. A little lefty that could, but his caddy is a Bob Toy's brother, so we got to give them a shout out. I know Tammy is a Tammy Bob's wife is our surrogate mother on the show, so shout out to the Toy family. And and
1: just to also go along with Brian Harmon here in his match against Bubba Watson, he started the match four down after five or six, and then made seven seven birdies in
0: a row to go up two or three <laughs> yeah i think on the pga tour the record is seven or eight from Calcavecchia and i think tiger did it once too so yeah that's awesome yeah seven in a row um so yeah i'm not on phil Kucher or hideki same i already know we're on this we have two of the same picks this week and i fucking hate life i beg to differ words because <gasps> i <laughs> words three two
1: one you're on abe answer yeah i'm not on abe okay so, <laughs> hey, yes! <laughs> okay. I don't want to kill about that anymore. Hometown guy. Go ahead and tell us why you like Abe. Abe, uh, a Sooner Texan. He's, he grew up basically in the San Antonio area f- after coming over here from Mexico.
0: Plays great in the wind. I thought it was Midland, but anyways, okay, I'm wrong. Yeah, so uh, I like that pick. I thought about it, definitely. He, he played well in the match play. I don't think he got through either. Um...
1: Yeah, no, he actually went into a playoff with uh, Kevin Streelman, and Streelman ended up knocking him off. Yeah, that was too bad. Um, but which, Abe, Abe played well. Which I love that one whole the one hole playoff stuff. That was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. great
0: TV. The course down there is is really cool. Also, like the the last two holes have kind of turned into these iconic holes. The short par seven, the short par three seventeenth, and then kind of the semi semi drivable eighteenth. Um, when the wind is right, um, it's a tough tough pete Dye course um but it, it looks like a lot of fun to play and I, I really like that event a lot but we're in san antonio now sorry to sorry to digress yeah no no big deal but words so
1: you're on a bancer uh you're on ryan palmer and you're also on uh Spieth, three Jordan texans Spieth. so three texans r- just really going after the texans so um Five years ago, we've been doing this league for a long time, and five years ago, this was a turning point in my season. Because the guy who won was Charlie Hoffman, and I picked him. I'm going with Charlie Hoffman again this week. He's the winningest, highest earning of all time in this tournament. He's won it. He's got two second places. He's got a third place. Guy just makes a fucking living at this place. He also spent some time living in Fort Worth. I'm going with Charlie Hoffman. Um, He has kind of had some weird stuff where he'll play great for a couple rounds he's got a couple top tens this year nothing crazy but uh, i'm going with hoffman just because quote horse for the course yeah i think he should probably be there and maybe get another win who knows
0: it's a good pick it's my bench player um yes it's obviously not obviously he says it's his favorite favorite tournament on the pga tour which i would have guessed waste management but um, as you said, that's pretty cool to have be the Perseus guy in the tour at a single tournament. That means you've done some work there. So good picks, John. Fuck you. So uh, I'm on Ryan Palmer.
1: I'm on Tony Finau. I'm on Charlie Hoffman. You're on Jordan Spieth, Ryan Palmer, and Abe Anser. All
0: so right. right. Go Ryan Palmer.
1: <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. Hey, uh, Ryan. Somebody, somebody we can all get behind. Ryan. You know, I guess he goes by Butch. Did you know that?
0: No, I hate
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> he's been Butch since he's a little kid. Our our buddy Cooper played a lot of junior golf with him growing up. And he like he they still keep in touch and he's like, Oh
0: yeah, Butch, are you kidding me? My yeah. cousin played L- little league with him, so I I'm getting ready to text him right now. Like, Is it true? Is it true he goes by Butch? He's like, yeah, I named him that. I gave him that nickname. <laughs> yeah, my cousin gave him that nickname. Is of course it, I knew. Is it true that uh is it true that Charlie Hoffman goes by cuck? <laughs> Oh man Well those are the shit picks Buyer beware What else you got John Anything good You got any uh, Parting words of wisdom We're right at about 40 minutes here uh, You know honestly uh, I, I, I did see that we had Somebody give us
1: a review And, and it was a great review Five star review But they said that We had little to no Golf knowledge Whoever that was <laughs> Go fuck yourself <laughs> I got Just a good, kidding I got a good chuckle out of that Yeah, no, it's like, hey, little to no golf knowledge, we don't fact check, that's it. Other than that, it's decent golf knowledge. Decent, (laughs)
0: mad decent game. So yeah, but thanks for the review (laughs) and the the rating. Yeah, and speaking of which, go go ahead and do that and uh, go steal a stranger's phone and um, subscribe to our podcast. And we, we didn't get above our number 81 mark
1: since we did the, the week before, oh. so that was kind of a, a bummer. I think we were so that thing stuck in you, the hundreds.
0: The boys from <laughs> that thing you do are dropping down the chart. <laughs> yeah. The, the wonders ended up breaking up
1: and literally were one-hit wonders. So. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah. If we don't get to number 69, I'm going to quit. <laughs> or Words is going to quit. By when? Uh, next week. No, after the, ma- after <laughs> after the, the master-, master show. After the <laughs> big show.
0: The big show. Are we going to do anything for the big show? We we have to. We're going to do something huge, that's for sure. It's the biggest show of the year. I thought we were going to do some, like, maybe... PCP? C- yeah, well, that, <laughs> and then live stream. Um, us watching it, but you're going on a golf trip, I guess, so... I'll be back Sunday. Well, Sunday, I guess. I'll be back Saturday.
1: So, yeah. Oh, well, why would we want to live stream the first fucking two rounds? I don't know. Tiger's not playing, so who gives a fuck? I don't even
0: care about the Masters this year. Do you want to read that Tiger news that came out? Not really. Not really. Yeah, who cares? I hope you're okay, Tiger. I know you're listening right now. (laughs) Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) I know you're listening, and I hope you're okay. (laughs) Oh, the Augusta Women's National Amateur. Yes. I can't wait to watch that, which, again, two years ago, Jennifer Cupcho and Maria Fossey just stole my heart.
0: Oh, you're your
1: doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. Words thinks I look like Maria Fosse. She uh, looks <laughs> just like Maria Fosse with a mustache.
0: It's amazing.
1: Uh I don't have legs like that, man. Shit. <laughs> She's got some real nice
0: legs. <laughs> she uh she hits piss missiles, by the way. I do remember that about her. Um any any dark horses? I'm going with Alex Spano. Uh, she was 14, I guess, last time, and now she's 16. But she's kind of like a the next, the next, like, <laughs> what would you call her? Did you call her Alex Spano? Yeah,
1: her name is Alexa Pano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fact check, mother. So funny story. She was featured in you know the the short game, which was like a net one of Netflix's first original documentaries that came out. Shit seven eight years ago when she was just a little girl and the other star was alan kornikova anna kornikova's bastard brother and there was actually another little girl that called herself tigress her name is amari avery and she is in the field this week too so she's kind of flown under the radar uh i forget where she's from african-american girl so interesting to see that you know alexa pano is by far like the next big thing in women's golf i think at least they're trying to market her that way i think because i think what is she 16 now yes and so this amari avery girl she is she's kind of done it her way too and it's nice to see that some of these kids that were you know definitely probably had a <laughs> I don't want to say a rough upbringing but like you know like the drill sergeant dad making them play golf all the time yes. like that can work out or it can fucking be terrible yeah and so it's nice that there's somebody else from that fucking thing that's that's worked out. And by the way, Al- Alan Kornikova, I think, is still a pretty good golfer. But
0: obviously, this is women's amateur at Augusta, so didn't work out. Well, it's awesome um, that they're, we get a little preview at Augusta of Augusta this week, and that the uh, the girls get to play a tournament there, which is um, something I think we're all big fans of. I did uh, come across this question um, online. I think it was maybe from someone at Barstool. But would you rather? play a public public meeting so would you rather play lincoln west with tiger woods or play augusta national probably augusta national same because i just know like if tiger woods was doing one of those things he would just act like he didn't want to fucking be there the entire time and i'd be like oh hey hey oh hey what what was your name yeah i actually don't care we're not gonna talk so. hey jay do you have any weed or vicodin <laughs> <laughs> and that's the ball game well, it's kind of hard to go anywhere from there, Johnny, so enjoy the golf this week and keep your head down. Wait, J.E., there is one thing we forgot. Huge news. Oh,
1: I know exactly where you're going with this. Jay's birthday! <laughs> Sungjae's, what,
0: 23? He's 23 years old. Can you believe that?
1: No. Remember, I have a theory that he's really 40.
0: Yeah, that could absolutely be. <laughs> That's right, he's like a Dominican baseball player.
1: I will say... 23 was the best year of my life, so here's to the best year of Sung Jae's life. Absolutely. God bless you. Hey, and he's not your boy. He's our boy because he you didn't draft guy. him.
0: He's the, <laughs> I,
1: you can't claim him. <laughs> you can't claim him.
0: Kills me every day. It's the Evan McHooper the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sung Jay. Happy birthday to you. We love you, Sung Jay. Happy birthday. You can't drink like me. You can't
1: smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness.